Our guest today, a pair of Canadian broadcasting legends and great golfers. We're going to preview the Masters. Rod Black, Ken Shaw, Joe Tilly's great Canadian sports show, coming up! Our guest today, he is a native of Winnipeg. He hosted four Olympic Games for CTV over a 40-year broadcasting career. He hosted Raptors and NBA TV, former CFL play-by-play voice, CTV and TSN golf announcer, host for international hockey. He also called curling and, of course, was the voice of figure skating in Canada. He won the Sports Media Canada Award for Outstanding Sports Broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen, Rod Black. And a native of Ottawa. He started as a reporter at CFTO in 1979. He quickly moved to the anchor desk. He anchored Toronto's most watched news in parts of six decades, named Canada's best news anchor at the Canadian Screen Awards, honorary chief of the Toronto Police Services, past director of of Variety Village, chair of the Ability Centre and numerous other charities, a member of the Order of Ontario, and a hell of a golfer. Ken Shaw, Rod Black, gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you, Hello. Joey. I never heard I never heard you lie before. You you talked about the yeah, three of us as golfers. Yeah. yeah, we know the hey, you, forgot to, you forgot to put in there. Hey, Joe, you forgot to put in there for Ken. Ken has so many accomplishments, but you forgot to put in kicked Joe and Rod's ass at the Club Link member <laughs> guest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention that because yeah, he certainly did over Windance. Kenny's going to be on the Champions Tour. Champions That's Tour of retired broadcasters. None That's of us will ever get I have. That's the biggest trophy yeah, I have on the shelf, Rod, beating you two. That's a big one? That's yeah. a big one? Yeah, that was – you know, I want to ask you, Rod, because we touched on this briefly before we went to air. Uh, your son, Tyler, how's he doing? Where's he at now? And, uh, and uh, what's going on? Well, he's uh, on his way to Biloxi, Mississippi. That's where we all want to go. I think that's a song. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah. going to start in double-A ball. He had a good spring training, uh, played in the fall league. Was I think we talked last time. He got hurt a little bit last year. He was yeah. supposed to play for Canada at the WBC, but they, he couldn't get cleared by the insurers. So maybe next time in three years. I know he'd love to do that. But he's going to start in Biloxi. The goal is to get to AAA in Nashville, which then I'm going to invite you two guys to come down so we can play a little golf and listen to some music and watch some baseball. We got to do that in the summer, and then hopefully, if you know, stays healthy. Uh, the dream is to get to the big leagues. I think he's, you know, he's he's living it now. So, and he works really hard. And my other boy's down in Baltimore. He's playing Division One. So his his goal is the same to try to get there some someday. So it's crazy these these kind of hockey players who uh, became uh, baseball players, pretty good at it. Good. Obviously, their mother is very very gifted. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) here's a good thing since we're talking golf today guys one thing about ty is he hits the ball a mile like he hits it but it it, like it goes everywhere right so i said dude the only thing about this sport is you have to hit your foul balls and he doesn't get that so it's it's interesting well i can relate to the uh, hitting the ball sideways i just can't hit relate (laughs) to it hitting the ball a mile as you guys know very well you know I wanted to talk about, uh, we want to talk about your careers just a little bit here. 
And uh, the way to do that, I think, is is best way to do that is through uh, through video. We have a couple of clips from you guys, which I found were kind of interesting, which I dug up. Uh, let's, uh, Roger, interviewing Norm Powell. Let's have a look at that, Vic. I want to apologize to you for the colors, but it, it's not. People have been saying I'm I'm a warrior usher. This is I, I was wearing this for you actually for your ah <laughs> and for Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> and I think we just I think we just blew blew out everybody watching. I want to apologize to you. For okay, Rod, what was happening there? Uh, well, uh, I it was during the NBA Finals uh, and against the Warriors, and you know, I for some reason I think Kenny, you had those had a wardrobe malfunction that day, and I realized, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm wearing green and gold here. Like, so when we did CFL games, I could tell you this for sure: there were times, when, especially people in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, are diehard football fans. If you were playing the Argos and you had had a blue tie or blue suit, oh, you guys are cheering for the Argos. Oh, no, no, no. You're, I could see that. Or if you had red on or orange or something. Oh, you're cheering for the... Anyway, I, I wanted to make that perfectly clear. And I wore it for Norm because Norm's college team wore that. Because I, I I was clearly faking it at that time. But I miss him. I like Norm Paul. <laughs> and I miss, I miss being around yeah. all those guys. But I, I, but I one thing I do not miss is um, Leo Routon's flatulence. I do not miss that at all. <laughs> It's legendary. I don't. Yeah, it's legendary. Oh my gosh, it's it's it, it, once once you yeah. get wind of it, it lasts forever. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, Ken Shaw, let's move on to you. Now we got a clip. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you to explain this later. All right, Vic, roll that clip. Wait, wait, Matthew McConaughey. I never thought you'd be my Uber driver. All right, all right, all right. I think that's old Cyrus. Whoa! Now I see him. Cyrus, we're in his way. Maybe he should use his horn. Hmm. I think you might have taken the wrong way. Take the long way. No, I said the wrong way. Maybe he fell asleep. Maybe he's bulldozing. I can respect that. Thank <laughs> All right, Ken, explain this. Well, there is no explanation. It was just another Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I, I, used to, uh, I used to be associated with something called Providence Healthcare, and uh, I, I hosted their galas for 20 or 25 years. And each time before I came up on stage, they had a different way of introducing me. And that happened to be one of their little masterpieces. Yeah, a lot of fun. Well, that was a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I, well honestly, done. honestly, the most Matthew McConaughey is the second most handsome man in that. <laughs> I think it's the bull, the Matthew, then, Ken, then Matthew. Oh, good, right? Good. But but also I, I, an actor. I was too. I was, I mean, Ken's a better actor. I, I was afraid I was going to come in number three there. No. no, no. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, all right, so I guess we'll th we'll throw one of my all-time classics in there, shall we, Vic? Let's, let's roll that one. Fart, 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 fight. Mark 18th in Las Vegas. What's he going to do again? Fart, 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 fight. And that's our report. Thank you for joining us. I'm Christine Bentley. And I'm Ken Shaw for David Joel. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Uh-huh. going to work with Leo. Oh man! Okay, there may be some editing there. 
That was luck. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. first week, Joe, that you had joined us, uh, there was an unusual word for you as well. Coming from out west, you hadn't heard of campus casing. <laughs> yeah, you blew that one all over the park. I got to tell you what I said. Kapuskasing. Kapuskasing. Christine said to me right on the air, she said, where? What? Where? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was Christine Bentley with her 1990 haircut beside us there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the good times. And yet, uh, Dave Duvall. Well, my fart, my fart bit was very appropriate when we talked about Leo just before that. That was pretty awesome. Uh, so That's quickly, funny. Ken, how are you enjoying retirement? How are you enjoying retirement? How is Florida? Uh, I'm loving retirement. I don't love Florida as much as I thought I would. I, I think I'd like to go to Portugal or Spain and spend some time there. If you guys have any uh, recommendations, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love retirement. You know, uh, Joe and I had a boss, uh, Rod, years ago by the name of Derwin Smith, and Derwin retired before us. And I asked Derwin before I retired what what he felt, uh, how it was going for him. And it, and it's been sort of a motto that I've that I've had that I, I really enjoyed uh, what he had to say. He said, it's like we're kids again, but now we have money. So we can do whatever we want, whenever we want to. And that's how Nancy and I are looking at it. We're having a good time. Well, that's good, man. And Rod, tell us about the, the Rodcast. Yeah, hang on a second. My wife's name is Nancy. So why, why are you spending time yeah. with my wife? <laughs> see that's why i love kenny we have the, we have very similar tastes in women's names i love uh, by the way Lord robertson's wife is nancy yeah wow see yeah one thing that we're all hey we're all consistent we, <laughs> we, uh, you have a broadcast yeah yep. so we've been broadcast. Uh, yeah it's called the rodcast <laughs> And uh, we've, it's been great. Like I've been doing stuff with North Star and the Toronto Star. I do think we're going to, um, we're trying to expand it a little bit, kind of like what you're doing, Joe. Ever, hey, I said this before, like, you know, none of us ever really retire or move on. We just move on. And everybody in the world now, podcasts are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> Again, some, some are more like buttholes than others, though. Some are more like buttholes than others. Yeah, some are nicer looking or sound better than others or smell better. But I'm not sure where mine is yet, but I think, you know, one of the one of the things that I, I really was lucky and privileged in, in throughout all the things that I did uh, is that I got a chance to meet so many great athletes and, and coaches and people and entertainers, too. Uh, that's that's the beauty of, of our world. And and I do think that the the lost art in our industry has been the long longer interview you know it's been sound bites and it's been fascinating talking with you know charles obviously charles barkley and getting henderson you've had some of the guests um haley wickenheiser you know um get, just getting to know some of the people a little bit better laurent duvernay tardif um and, and we're going to start doing more of them uh, that's the thing we want to get it sort of up and running i know uh, Toronto Star is likely going to get involved, and I, it, there's there's a lot to it. I'm not a business guy, but I do want to know we can take it a little bit higher and farther. I'm a big fan of podcasts. I never was a year ago, you guys, but I, I I'm not sure what podcasts you listen to. I love Smartless with uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. I love that podcast. I'd encourage everybody to listen to it. And if I had to model or steal from kind of kind of their idea, I think that's kind of the the play the the, the play. And 
so that's kind of what I'm doing. And plus I'm doing some, I'm calling games elsewhere in, in the States right now and, and uh, writing, I'm writing a couple of books. And so uh, it's, it's been busy. I'm Kenny, you, you probably said it right. You know, it's like being a kid, but then if you stay busy, you're busier. Like I'd like to, people, people say you're retired. I haven't retired, but I will tell you, I think I should retire because I'm very, very busy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I retired to retire, and uh, I yeah. uh, I think it's somebody else's turn to do a lot of the stuff yeah. that I did. Rod, by the way, you mentioned Charles Barkley. People may not know uh, how good of friends you are with Charles Barkley. Yeah, yeah, he's a well, he's a beauty. I, I love the man so much. I know, well, I know, you know my my you know I I just don't tell Rob Black, my favorite guy in <laughs> Canada. I'm I'm big I'm big in Canada. I'm big everywhere. You know. I know, it's only because I could do an impression of him. He doesn't do me very well. But I will tell you, he's one of the greatest, most generous people. I met him through basketball. We became fast friends. Uh, my wife and I, Nancy, we actually celebrated our um, honeymoon uh, with Charles, which was a crazy story. We were on our honeymoon. He was supposed to come to our wedding. He couldn't. And then during Labor Day, he says, listen, I want you and Nancy to come and join me and Tiger and Michael Phil and, and we're in Vegas, and I said, "Not a chance. We are not. There's not a chance." And I asked her, and she said, "Yeah, we're going to go." Obviously, I was <laughs> I was during my honeymoon, so we went and we had them crazy time. And Tiger was there, and Jordan. We played a lot of golf, and uh, we maybe imbibed a little bit, and and, and watched them gamble. Uh, it was fascinating, and it was you can't make that stuff up. But Charles is Charles is one of the greatest, and he's one of the greatest broadcasters we've ever had. Uh, in sports, for sure. He's just, you'd love, Ken, you would love, we'll have to get him up when he comes uh, this summer. We usually play golf. You'll have to get out and play, and you'd love him because he's he loves great conversationalists, and you guys are great conversationalists, and he loves storytelling, and he's got great opinions. So I'd like to see him he's run for president. Golf swing. He's got a wonderful golf swing. <laughs> it's better. Oh, by the way, you can see it. Oh, it was terrible. So I, I was there. I got to tell you guys, I met I first met Charles uh, in basketball, but then we played in a uh, the the Altamira charity event, right. and that's yes. when a mutual friend was a caddy um, named Chris Bundy, uh, who just gave it to Charles, and Charles loved this guy. He told him, "Charles, you suck." He, he was caddying for Charles, threw down his bag. <laughs> it was crazy, and then uh, unfortunately, Chris um, was tragically killed in a car accident. Um, probably, I don't know, a year and a half, two years later, and. Um, you know, we that's kind of how our friendship developed through just the passing of a friend as well. And so, you know, through the years, I, I watched Charles swing. And when Charles was playing, he was a legit, he was a legit seven or eight handicap, legit. And he had a good swing. And Michael, um, Jordan, Michael Jordan kept saying, oh, he's a seven. Charles was a better player than Michael. I can tell you that right now. Then somewhere, and it was, I don't know if it was around, around my honeymoon or whatever. <laughs> he got so screwed up. He started taking lessons and Stuff was going on in his head, and he, he couldn't get it through, and he had developed a yip in lessons, and he had that, so that you know, that... Yeah, you know, that jerky thing, that, that jerky, uh, crazy I said, thing. I said, yeah. Dude, I said, yeah, that thing doesn't come with an instruction manual. What is that swing you got? What happened? I said, what happened? Shut the shut up, man. I'll, I'll swing the way I want to swing. But so legitimately, though, he couldn't get it off the tee. It was anything that he had to hit. So around the greens, though, he was still unbelievable. He didn't have the yips. So he would still shoot, you know, maybe mid-80s, high-80s, because he'd save around the green. But now he's got it back. His swing is really – you saw him on the, the match, I think. Um, he's still not 
back to where he was, but he's got an incredible short game. He's a, and he's a fun guy to play golf with. I got to tell you, he's betting on everything. Here it comes. Who has, Show the, who has the yips on the okay. team? Yeah, no, um, not many people, Kenny. <laughs> you know what's so bad that they have the yips in the video? Look at that. Even when his video, yeah. even yeah. the video. <laughs> it's such a weird, it's a hitch, right? It's a weird hitch. It's, yeah. You know, a David yeah. Faraday, he stops David at one Faraday. point right at the top. Yeah. He stops one point and kind of halfway again. down, stops again. stops again. And it, yeah, yeah. Oh, there here we goes. go. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. That's was it. so much. Better. That's a Charles we know. <laughs> yeah, so I, David Faraday. David Faraday says to him, he goes, he can't get the T.O. Charles, Charles, what, what the F are you doing? You're looking like you're Looks like you're effing a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. Man, he's great. But most he's, most I got to tell you, he's the greatest dude. I love him so much. He's a yeah. great, great guy. Well, Speaking of swings, we should probably talk a little bit about the Masters. The 87th edition is coming up this week. So uh, now, so just a couple of notes here. Uh, the first uh, Masters champ, I think, well, the guy who started the Masters, Bobby Jones, he won 13 majors before retiring as a so-called amateur. At 30, Jack Nichols, six that, Masters man. victories. Were you there? Yeah. I was just a spectator at that point, trying to get into the business. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Ken, of course, was uh, anchoring the news. Yeah, that was a young thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, 46, the oldest to win it. Some kind of guy named Tiger Woods, uh, 21 yeah, years old when he won it. So Tiger is back this year. He's ranked 983rd in the world. He has made the cut uh, 22 straight times. Is this the year that Tiger fails to make the cut, Rod? No. No. I don't think he will. I don't think he's going to. I got him as a long shot. I, yeah. This is an, if, if this was um, PGA, which is, uh, where is that? So, is it at Southern Hills? Yeah. Southern Hills and Tulsa. If it was at Brookline at US Open, I would say, yeah, there's a chance. But two of the majors this year are in Tiger's favorite courses that he wins a lot at. One is the Masters. One is the old course at St. Andrews. And even though he hasn't played, and I know it, everybody's saying, and every time you doubt Tiger Woods, you know, he he does something remarkable. Even like recently, he just came back. It was at the Genesis, right? He came back. He had not played in a long time, and he still was 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 carving and fighting. And the, I think Tiger is also one of those secret practicers, right? He's out there all the time. I, it's not for a lack of work, and it's a course for a horse. And Tiger is the biggest horse and biggest stud out there still at the Masters. Um, so yeah, I think I think he's going to make the cut. I do think he'll make the cut. Ken. Um, Any chance he'll win it? Gonna make it? I don't think he's going to make it. He's he, his his uh, workhorse attitude is unmatched, but unfortunately, his body is caught up to him, and there have just been too many injuries. And you watch him as he walks now, and he limps all the way. And it's a uh, Rod. You know, you've been there before. It's a very hilly course. It looks a lot flatter on television than it is in person. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's up to it physically. Mentally, he's there. Physically, I don't think he's going to make the cut. Well, there hasn't been a back-to-back winner since Tiger did it 21 years ago. Any chance Scheffler goes back-to-back here? Yes, Ken, a hundred percent. Yeah, there's a reason the guy is number one, and he's he's kind of funny, you know, because he's so disarming in his attitude. He doesn't look like a guy who is in there 110 percent. 
he looks very relaxed. He looks very, you know, out with the guy who's playing golf many times. But uh, the proof is in the pudding. He's one of the one of the biggest show ponies uh, in the world. He's still ranked number one. Uh, there's a, there's a reason for that, and I would not be a bit surprised to see him come back uh, as as a repeat winner. The guy I'm really afraid of is uh, Cameron Smith, and I say afraid because I hate the the live guys. And I hate the fact that Cameron Smith went to live because he's a really good player. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Scotty Scheffler has a, a good chance of repeat. Yeah, I want to I want to dive into the live here, too. But uh, just your comments on Scotty, Rod. Yeah, I mean, he's I think he's the best player in the world right now. Um, if, if it's not him, it's. It's Rory McIlroy. I really do believe McIlroy. Those are my picks. And I, I do think it's them against the field. I, and and there's, a, there's a couple of reasons this week, which might affect everything. And this could go back to the Tiger. If Tiger does not make the cut this week, I honestly believe it has a lot to do with yeah, the body. And I do, I do believe, though, that Tiger is getting himself in better shape and he can handle that. The issue is this week, there are three things that are going to win the Masters. You have to be a bomber. You have to be a putter. And you have to be a mutter because it's going to rain all week in Augusta. All week. Look at the forecast. It's going to rain. And that means it favors the Bombers, the guys who hit the ball. Nobody hits the ball, in my mind, further and has a game around that ball that is um, than, more, than Rory McIlroy. That's why I kind of think McIlroy would be my number one pick this week. But Scheffler, definitely. He's an Iceman, you guys. I mean, that's the thing. And he's, he's in coming in in form. You know, he's he's been around the, the the winner's circle. He constantly is contending. It's not like Dustin Johnson or these guys who are coming in and Dustin Johnson's a bomber, great swinger on the live tour. But you can see it. I don't I don't think they're game ready for Augusta coming in this week. Again, people should always remember that these guys practice all the time. They're all, and, and this week they're in Augusta today and tomorrow. You know, some guys have been there last week. Tiger was there last week. They're getting around that course, and you have to know the course, but it's going to rain. And so that's why I kind of think that, you know, the guys who can get it out out there like Scheffler uh, and like McElroy. But Scotty Scheffler, he's he's got kind of a little funky funky swing, you know, his, his, the way his, his, his legs lift, his body lifts, but he just gets it out there. He is a true star. I still think he's an underrated star. I don't think he gets enough uh, pub considering what he has done. Uh, I do think there's a really good chance. It, it's very hard to win back-to-back at Augusta very very hard with the pressure and you got the dinner and all of that other stuff um and everybody's got a bull's bullseye on you and that's why Ty look at the guys who have one back-to-back generally they have been so mentally strong the most mentally strong golfers that ever existed so um Scheffler could do it but I I honestly believe that Matt this might be the week that McElroy does it and and um he just seems to me to be in, in Perfect form for that. And I said putting, guys, you can't three-putt at the Masters. You three-putt at the Masters, you're done. That's That's been a proven point. you got to make sure that you can, you know, you get around the green, your short game has to work, everything. It's a, And it's a course for a horse. You had to play there well before. McElroy's always been in. He's always been in contention. Scheffler's always in contention. All the That leaderboard at the end of the week, I can tell you right now, actually, it starts off on, on uh, Thursday. You're going to see some no-names at the top of the leaderboard. Right, you're going to see a couple go. Oh, they got a good chance. Always, no, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> no, and you'll see an amateur up there too. Mark my words, you'll see an amateur that can. Oh, and, and then it'll be some, some, somebody you've never heard of, or a, or like a, a former champion. Don't you know? Like a Mike Weir might be up there. 
it's not going to last very long. Friday, you're going to start to see the cream rise. Saturday, because again, you got to consistently play the course. You know, this course plays you too. Then Saturday, that leaderboard, it's almost all the world rankings. Always, always at the Masters, unlike any other championship, because they play it at the same time, and the guys who usually win know the course well. Yeah, you know, Ron, you touched on this. Go ahead. Sorry, Ken. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, 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 one of the funny sure. things about golf is it goes in streaks. And when you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. And it takes a while to climb back in. So uh, one of the surprises, I think, at the WGC World Match Tournament was John Rahm's early exit. There he is, number three. He's as hungry as you, as you can get. And it, it was shocking to see him leave. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be in uh, in your top uh, five at the end, maybe not even in the top ten. Uh, but uh, but but Scotty Scheffler, he's on a roll, and I and I think mm -hmm. that means the world. Yeah, the thing about it, I, like again, I I like to go by form. With guys coming in recently, there used to be before this event was always the Shell Houston Open, and there was a, a, a drought, a curse. Guys got in. That was the last tournament you can get in, like the Valero, which Corey Connors just won. You mm -hmm. get in immediately into the Masters if you win that. Corey was already qualified, so they'll add another player, right? Um, but the Shell Houston Open that was notorious is a curse that anybody who wins the tournament before the Masters never wins. It's like the par three tournament, right? That's why I kind of think that Corey Connors, I, I believe, I have him as one of my long shots, actually. Not a long shot, but a, you know, a longer shot. I think Corey Connors can actually win this thing. The way he's starting to putt and this is the, the focus he has. But you're right, Ken. Scheffler is coming in really hot. I, I don't know about the John Rom thing. I, I don't buy the match. And that's why they're going away from that match play. Match play is different golf completely. And Rom is one of those, he's one of those streaky, streaky guys. And, and match play is honestly, it's a completely different entity. Like you can, you know, some of the guys who even get to the finals in match play never have a will never have a sniff at the Masters because you said something absolutely right at the beginning is that you got to climb. And sometimes at the Masters, you can you got to take your you know, take your poison and you can build back. And you see in the back nine how you can build back at the Masters. You've got to win those par fives, right? And so you see guys who, if you can get through the front nine in minus two or three, or even even, you got a good chance to finish four under, right? Going into uh, the next day on that on, on, in your round because you can score on the back nine. But um, yeah, Rom, I, I wouldn't discount John Rom because he's always plays so well in big events. This is a different one, guys. This is a different baby. This is the Super Bowl, right? This is the Super Bowl of golf, and I think that one of the reasons that leaderboard is the way it is too is because um, all of these guys, their focus, their attention to focus and detail just zips even more, even more, like hundred times magnified, and you see it in their faces. And guys who make mistakes—that's why it took so long for Mickelson to win. You know, guys who make mistakes and that stupid mistakes will not win. Will yeah, not win. You remember, you remember when that happened with Rory a few years ago? Yeah. And, and he was done. He was devastated. And and Rory, yeah. by the way, we, we haven't talked about that yet, going for the Grand Slam. Yes. Right. And I think this is it. I think this, I honestly think this is, I, I cannot see, a, I think he's the best player in the world. I think Scheffler is, you know, even though he's, you know, I don't know the confounded rankings. Scheffler technically is that number one. Uh, Rory McIlroy, in my mind, is the Connor McDavid of golf right now. <laughs> you know, his skill set is unbelievable. And if he can stay out of his way, um, because he gets a little loose at times, if he can stay out of his way and not make mistakes, I, I think he could actually run away with it. 
He is, yeah, and especially it's wet. He he had that little dip a while ago, Rod, where uh, I think what happened was he lost his focus. He has been carrying yes. the PGA in the battle against uh, Liv, and and he he said yes. a couple of weeks ago he had to step back from that, and I think yes. that has probably helped him. In the in the match play, I got to tell you, I, that was some of the best golf I have ever seen. There, there I were love it. Shots being made by all of these guys, and and when you talk about um, the, the the focus that they have to have, there's a big big difference between practicing a lot and being in a competitive tournament a lot. There's a whole different mindset that's involved in that, and one of the challenges is that. Look, one, one out of every five players at the Masters this year is going to be from Live. They don't play very often. They don't play enough competitive golf uh, that, that the mindset is there, that, that you need to have that steel trap upstairs between your ears. And I, and I think Rory deciding to step back from the fight with Liv has helped him, and I think he's back in good form. I agree with you, Rod. Uh, he, he has the, uh, well, look, it's a crapshoot anyway, right? The, these guys, you, you can't say anybody's running away like Tiger used to do. Um, any Anybody who's in the top 20 ranked in the world has a, has a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, what and about, uh, about- uh, yeah, I want to talk about the, these live guys. So for the first time in 28 years, Phil missed last year. He's back this year along with DJ and the other live guys and Cam Smith and and uh, as you mentioned, a lot of live guys in this field, Ken. So, uh, what's the uh, champions' dinner going to be like? Uh, what are the what's the over and under on, on punch ups here, Rod? Yeah, bum throwing. <laughs> he, should, yeah. He, should, he should serve. He should serve some liver. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I'm sorry, I Beautiful. said that. Yeah. Or maybe he'll serve a <laughs> no, some fava beans and a little Chianti. <laughs> He'll have, he'll have the live guys for dinner. No, well, um, the, the, the live guys say it's the media making all this uh, up. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I've seen some, some, heated, uh, uh, some heated discussions going on, and, and idiots like Patrick Reed who go over and try to talk to mm-hmm. uh, Rory, and then he sort of tosses a T in his direction. Billy Horschel had some, uh, some uh, heated discussions with the live guys. I, I don't like live. Uh, for me, it's blood money, pure and simple. I understand these guys say they're putting their family first. Yeah, but um, where, where are, I, I mean, Rod, Rod and Joe, you guys were around athletes all, all your life. The competitive nature of the athletes at the, uh, at the highest level, that's not there in live. That's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Cameron is, is, is alone uh, over there, and, and he's not. Yeah, you know, he, he won uh, at Mayakoba uh, with Liv, but otherwise, he's facing a bunch of has-beens and no-names. I, I, right. I don't want Liv in any way, shape, or form, and I don't think these guys have the platform to make them ready for the Masters. They're throwing in the towel. Rod, what do you think? Um, I do think there, there is an element of the blood money. My only issue about the blood money is that sports is blood money now, too, and there's so many people... Uh, despotic reprobates who are involved in the high levels of sport that athletes are going to take the money. So it is a business and money. Um, that concerns me probably, you know, probably fifth or sixth down the lo- my list of my live concerns. Um, you know, all of the stuff that Ken just said, you know, they don't play, they get to, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it's obvious. 
uh, it reminds me of when the World Hockey Association began and it became a rebel tour, a rebel hockey league. And it changed, it changed hockey though. The WHA was responsible for changing hockey. All those players who make all the money they have today should thank the WHA because it made it more competitive and created a business balance. Bobby Hall, they brought all these players over. Not, and again, they didn't get any kind of media coverage, but then of course they died and they folded. And I can see actually something like this happening probably, I said this long ago, probably happening down the road. There are some things that I do like about Live that are going to make the PGA Tour better. The way they present the broadcast, I like that. Not so sure. I mean, the shorts thing, I think that's just logical. It's going to bring more kids into the game. I don't want, I, I don't want to see um, uh, Craig Stadler in shorts or anything like that or in <laughs> shorts. But I do think that we're in a world like, you know, golf has to get less stuffy. And I do like that about it. It's, but they're creating it like an MMA, whatever. we got to get that next generation to love and watch the game. Unfortunately, nobody's watching them right now. So if nobody's watching them and they're out of sight and out of mind, how are they going to grow what they have? That's my biggest concern for Liv. The rivalry, the, the dinner, the, the anger, the controversies, they're still all buddies. By the way, they all are neighbors to each other. They all live in the same neighborhood still. They all live down in Jupiter or in Arizona or California. They're all there. Um, golf's kind of got a, a little decorum. I don't think I never thought I'd see a scrap. It could happen with Brooks Kepka <laughs> maybe and, and Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> but I just can't see it. It's just not that way. Um, but it is. Here's the thing. We talked about Liv. We thought it was going to have a very short shelf like like the S, like the XFL. Um, Greg Norman has been this. Um, this Captain Kane uh, for for a, for a while yeah. here, um, and and there have been a lot of mutineers, uh, and there's a big bounty. But I will tell you, I don't. If they're going the way they're going right now, I just cannot see that somewhere there's going to be an amalgamation of some sort. Um, and and by the way, it's also going to make the like like I one thing I haven't liked is what the PGA Tour is going to do now. I don't like that actually. I don't like the fact that they're they're going to you know um, have no cuts. Uh, I don't like the fact that it's not going to be a meritocracy. I, the beauty of golf is that you got to make, you got to be really good to make your money. But now all of these guys, think about the guys who are from se 70 on the money list to 144 or 124 or 25, who may never get in, may never have a chance to play and get, and guess where some of these guys existed before, like the John Roms, like the Scotty Shefflers, they were all on that list. So how are you going to develop any of the young players? So that's my concern about it. Um, I, could a live player win this week? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam, yeah. And, 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 and don't discount Dustin Johnson. Do not, never, never, like he just plays. Dustin Johnson cannot play for two months and can win a tournament. That's how town, he's, McElroy's the, I said the McDavid. I keep having hockey references. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johnson is the Sidney Crosby. Always there consistent 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 and if he just stays out of his way too he could win i i i, I would not discount dustin johnson he's yeah too i good. would i would i would yeah. discount him 100%. Oh, really? i think no yeah. i think no, you know you gotta watch him play and he, he doesn't he, he he's one of those players that i think rises to the level of the tournament and it's like what tiger says i only play majors but dustin johnson still kind of playing Look what he's done in the past. His 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 past record shows, especially at Augusta, too, how yeah, that, how much he knows. Is, the, 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 the past, well, the past is the, the bombers. Past. 
Yeah, the Bombers now, like Dustin Johnson, who it's a long way, the Bombers in wet in the wet in Augusta. That's how Bubba Watson went. The, the, if you've ever gone to Augusta, you'll know that there isn't really rough. There isn't a lot of rough. So the Bombers can even bomb it into the trees. But you can wedge out. If you're wedging into every green, which Bubba Watson did, wedged into essentially every green, nine of the 10 par fours, nine of the 10 par fours are over 440 yards. Three of those par fours are over 495 yards. It's short hitter can't just can't win now. So well, if a guy's sitting at 340, 350 at Augusta, now you're wedging, you're gouging wedges up. And if the guy who gets it closest to the hole, that's how you get your putting number down. And that's so why we do think of all But some of the shorter hitters uh, were, were not going for the par fives in two. They were laying up and depending on that wedge, uh, you know, the Zach Johnsons of, of, of the uh, the world who were who were past champions there. I wouldn't. Mike, where would he went? I find, you know, uh, we all know the phrase about how golf is measured in yards, but it matters in inches. And and at Augusta, especially, the greens is the defense of the course more than it is the length. So I, I, I would not say that it is just a bomber's course. I think I'm it's not, a I'm tactician. just saying this week it's a bomber's course because it's going to be wet. wet. Yeah, and it's going to be wet. Now, Mike Weir also won, but Mike Weir you won. Think way. about this, you guys. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, Mike, we're one uh, th this year. And I was there. Right. And because of that rain and all the delays and his his wedge won him the Masters. But the difference is technology's changed in 20 years. And Mike, we at the time maybe could get it out 275 max. And at that time, 20 years ago, there were only I think on the top 100, there were only 10 guys, I want to say, that averaged over 300. Do you know in the top 100 how many guys averaged 300? All 100. All oh, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah the, the, that's why they lengthen yeah. the courses, right? So yeah. it's the wedges. But these guys are just so damn good, man. They're so good at everything. So yeah. good. Crazy good. All right. So, so, so when Joe, you asked us for uh, top picks on yeah. this, Let, let's Ron get into the picks. Up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ron sent me a very nasty email uh, filled with words that I didn't know <laughs> Ron because I usurped him on the uh, on the picks. Yeah, he took my picks and then okay. I said my favorite three, yeah, yeah. Happy Gilmore, Shooter McGavin. I can't remember who my third was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, so here's just to go over the uh, the odds. Uh, Scheffler's favorite eight to one. Rom second at 15 to 2, McElroy 17 to 2. By the way, uh Corey Connor's odds didn't change much despite the be despite the win yesterday. But I want to say that win was was so clutch. Corey went bogey free in that final round, which was unbelievable. And then when Stevens put that pressure on him with the Eagle on 17 to get within a, a stroke, he just shook that off and finished par par, no problems. Yeah, but Stevens Very really gave him the room for his money. Yeah, he did. he did. He did. Yeah. 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 So, and he would have gotten yeah. the Masters had he won. Uh, uh, Corey Connors' issue has always been the putter, right? And that's what I loved yesterday. Even when he kind of blew it by, that was a tough putt he had on 18. He looks steely. I think the Corey Connors, honestly, maybe of last year or maybe the year before, might have missed that putt coming back. And he's there seems to be a different focus. He had to change his putter. Guys, two years ago, I think we did this two years ago. Um, 
And I remember Golf Digest, I think it was Golf Digest, had a simulation, a simulator, put all the computer numbers in, and they said who would win the Masters, who was most, uh, who, who was most likely to win the Masters. And that computer spit, spat out at the time, Corey Connors, and it wasn't even close. And he, by the way, look at his numbers at Augusta. I, again, Corey was one of my long shots, but I'm going to put him into my top three because maybe wouldn't that be something? I also believe in trends in sports and, and, and uh, mystique and karma. 20 years later, Weir will be in the field. Another Canadian. Canadian. I don't want to put pressure on him, but I think he's the guy. He's the best ball striker on tour. And that's not a provocative statement. He strikes the ball better than anybody else's swing. It's always been the putter. If he can get it together, stay constant, keep his head. I think Corey Connors can win the Masters. I really do. Yeah, where, where, where did he finish last year? A tie for 10th? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. yeah. He was top 10. Again, he was top putter, 10. Putter kind of cost him, right? So, yeah, I, so I, I, okay. If, if you want to talk about Canadians, uh, Mac Hughes at the uh, at the World Match Play, I mean, he mm -hmm. was... He was playing, I don't know, was he playing with his head. He hits, he's sneaky long. He's one of those guys who, who you don't think is a bomber, but then he, he sends it 50 yards past some of the bombers. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was delightfully surprised by how he played, but he has not had a great record at the Masters. Right. I got a chance to play with Mac at the uh, Canadian uh, Amateur Golf Media Day one day when you're uh, – Long time ago now, probably yeah. 10 years. It was fun. And he slumped for eight weeks. <laughs> he watched my swing and tried to emulate it. It was terrible. Yeah, he's, I, oh, love Mac. I love Mac. Mac. <laughs> I love Mac. You know what I like about Mac, yeah. too, is I love his heart and soul and how much he thinks about his community and Dundas and his mom, who was a hero during COVID. She was right in the front lines, a nurse that helped out Mac Hughes. You know, he, he just... Uh, I love him. I, I always say he's like he's just one of the so typically typically Canadian. I love um, him, the way he plays and he's now one of, the, one of the guys one of the guys Rod uh, Canadian who you've played with who's a bomber is Taylor Pendrith. And, oh. and I knew when we've chatted before about him, you were quite impressed when you when you saw him in person hitting the ball. There are a lot of long ball hitters though that it's just fun to watch them hit the ball. Uh, he's he's not lived up to the potential yet. No, no, he hasn't. And it's very tough for first timers too, right? Like that's the thing. Um, but Taylor's had some, had some, he's had some success. He's got a really good short game and he was a lot bigger. So he's kind of trimmed down a little bit, uh, but he, not that that means anything in golf, but the dude is, the dude's real. And again, I say about the long hitters and, you know, I'm, I've always been a guy that wanted to bring the ball back and, and, you know, do you have to really hit it that far? Do we have to keep lengthening courses? The game was great when the players were only hitting, you look at highlights. Was, was there anything wrong when Nicholas won in '86 and they were only hitting it like 260, 270, maybe? Like, no, there was nothing wrong. It was golf, and it comes down to dr drama. So, uh, it's not a video game. But Taylor Pendrith is again a guy. I just, I think the world of him. I think we could be talking about Taylor Pendrith in the same stratosphere as as other great Canadian golfers down the road. And, and you know, he's a little older than you know. He's not a rookie. He's been around. He's been on this the the, the, the minor tours for a while. But he's He's um he's really good. I, I I don't discount him either, but it's really tough. It's really tough to be there if you haven't been around the winners' circle at Augusta before. Okay, let's yeah. get to, let's get to the picks and and, uh, and I, I noticed that uh, just before we came on, Rod, you said or just now you said you wanted to replace Corey Connors. So if you if we look at your blacklist, 
uh, Vickless bring that up. Nice. Uh, you're at the blacklist. Uh, I have a lot of picks. names. Okay. Up yeah. Scotty, okay. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. That wasn't my pick. I didn't pick Xander Shoffley. That's last year's pick. But you know what? I'll put him in there. Put no, Xander in there too. No, no. Xander uh, should be no, replaced by Rory. Uh, Rory. These are last year's. Rory. These are. Yeah, you right. know what? This yeah, is yeah. last year's picks. I could go with these again though, because <laughs> I'll tell you mm -hmm. one thing too. The best. No, the long... only difference is Shoffley. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, I'm worried uh, uh, Rory, 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 Rory right? instead of Shoffley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. But see, I, okay, so because this is last year's picks, um, I will put Xander in there. One thing Xander Shoffley does, guys, is he is, I think, number one um, in scoring on long par fours on the PGA Tour. That's why he does so well at the Masters. That that's a good that's a good pick, and he plays great at Augusta. Um, and and I, I do want to have. Uh, I wanted them to screw Jim Nance up in the in the final round. He can't pronounce Shoffley. Here's Scheffler yeah. and Shoffley. Shoffley, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a right. We should have Stricker in there too. Scheffler and Shoffley and Stricker. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's Shoffley, it's Scheffler, Scheffler, Shoffley, Shoffley. Oh, what a yeah. shot by Shoffley! Anyway, my no Roy, my okay. I'm gonna go. My number one pick when we after. August after this weekend, the guy who's going to wear the green jacket will be Rory McIlroy. There's my pick. That's it. Oh, okay, there you go. Won. All right. Rory McIlroy Ken, will win the Masters. All right, Ken, let's have a look at Ken's picks. Here we go. And, of course, uh, you got Rory in there as well. And anyone with his first name, Cameron. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's explain that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, Cameron Young. Cameron Diaz have, have, have a chance? Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Yeah. How about somebody from Cameroon? No? No, no, that, that's no that's good. Uh, listen, Cameron Young, second year on on tour. Uh, the, the, you know, uh, we, they, they talk about uh, Patty Ice, uh, Cantlay having uh, ice water running through his veins. This guy is pretty close to that. And, and Cameron Smith, who, who we talked about before, the only knock against Cameron Smith, aside from the, the, the mullet, uh, the only knock against him is the fact that he doesn't compete that much at live. Otherwise, I got to tell you, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if uh, Cameron Smith was there, and it wouldn't surprise me if Cameron Young was there. I, 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 my heart goes to Rory. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see him get the Grand Slam. Shafley is uh, Shafley is. There's a reason why he's number one right now. John Rahm, I I just couldn't put him in there because he's on a skid right now, and I don't know that he's ever coming back. But but the guy who showed up in Rod's picks from last year, uh, Jordan Spieth, don't rule him out either. He's also no. a much longer uh, hitter than they give him credit for. He's not a bomber, but he's pretty close to it, and he has the short game. You know what, Rod? One of the funny things you mentioned just a short time ago, Jack Nicklaus uh, winning, and, and, and you talked about you know, how they're making the courses longer because the guys are hitting the ball longer with technology and with fitness and skill, by the way, too, that, 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 that the earlier guys did not have, including uh, the walrus who you, who you don't want to see in shorts. Uh, and, and that is the fact that the greens have also become much more deadly. If you go back to uh, Jack Nicholas putting, Arnold Palmer putting, they were putting on shag carpets. They were actually mm -hmm. using their yeah. wrists. You know, today, yeah, never seen that. They, they wrapped it. Remember Nicholas and he had. Uh, remember how Nicholas putted and he had that 
Oh, man, here, I'll do a left-handed. I guess I'll go right-handed. There you go. Remember how he, he'd actually watch his wrists? His wrists go like that. And yeah. you never see that anymore. You never see that anymore. Never. You know, never. It's, it's all big muscles. All big muscles. That, yeah. Yep. You never saw that. You have to take the you have to take the wrist out of it. Okay, here's the official winners. Here are the official winners for the Masters. Top three in this order. John Rahm, I say he does come back. Rory McElroy and Scotty Scheffler. Uh long shot, Mac Hughes, longer shot, Corey Connors. Mexico Heat. Yeah, and, and there you go. And so winner winner gets to uh gets to uh buy dinner. Okay. Fair or enough. golf. We did this before, I think. Okay, yeah, I we'll think do both yeah. before. The winner gets yeah. to buy dinner? Is that what it is? As, is as that I what recall, it is? As I recall, only one of us okay. has been a winner. Okay. In the All right. So so we'll, we'll we'll go golfing on my my tab and we'll have the uh, the winner buy dinner. That's or the sorry, not the winner, but the losers buy dinner for the winner. There we go. Losers oh, okay. buy dinner, and the winner has to strip naked and jump in the pond at, uh, <laughs> at eighteen at, at, at Emerald Hills. That's how it's going to work. Okay, Abby. that's how it's going to go. Would be better. Yeah, uh, Gabby yeah, would be better. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah, it'd be our last time golfing there. It'd be fun, yeah, and we'll fun. have video too. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to be here. It's been a blast. And uh, would, will the patrons uh, be hard on the boys from from Live yes. at, at, at no. Augusta National? Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. No, you'll hear them. No, the problem no. with the patrons now is that you can't. You can get tossed out. They're very. They're still very polite. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to hear a right. couple of you know that. Uh, what is it? Baba Booey. You still hear Baba Booey? Well, the Howard right. Stern faithful. They're going to say, you're going to hear a little cat call for, you know, a DJ. Traitor! Or, you know, Paulina! Traitor! Whatever it might be, traitor. You're going to hear it. But it's yeah, not, yeah. Can it, will it, here's, here's a bigger question. Will it bother them? Blood money! No. No. It'll bother them. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be surprised. You know what? There aren't going to be any placards. You wouldn't get those through security. No. And, and well, you know what? You pay a lot of money. And you put your name in a lottery to uh, to get in there, and certainly if you're if you're lucky enough to be there on the Saturday or heaven forbid the Sunday, you're not going to blow it by being an idiot in the crowd. I I, I don't see the heckling. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't no. know. it's not going to be pervasive, but there will I guarantee you there will be somebody because one of the things about Augusta too, beers are three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that'll hey, loosen up the voice. I've been there many times. Bit. Even though people and you can, you can there there's a lot of there's a lot of jabbing and stuff going on, but it, it's right in the middle of a crowd, so the security doesn't see them. You All right, I, I, I've changed I've changed my mind, Roddy. I'm with you. He didn't know the three hey. buck beer was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait okay, to see you listen. guys on the golf course. Okay, looking forward to it. Yeah, and we'll the Nashville trip sounds fun too. We're we're in. Let's do it. We're doing it, guys. All right, come on, Tyler. Thanks, guys. Yes, More sports when we come back. My Costa Swiss pick of the week. Last week, I took Nautical Hanover in Saturday night's $70,000 final of the New Holland Pacing Series. 
Nautical Hanover with James McDonald in the buggy made his move heading into the final turn, charging to the front, took complete control, winning going away by four lengths in 152 and three. This is one fine four-year-old. Ben Bayarjan, the trainer of the top two in this race, the 8-10-3 trifecta returned $1,343.30. This week, I'm looking at Monday night's third race, a preferred trot to seven horse, White Tiger with James McDonald driving has been getting close to top form last time, a few times out. I think he's good to go. I'll do a $5 win place, and let's go with the 715 Exacta and Trifecta box. For all the racing updates, visit Costa TV on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to hpibet.com for your wagering options. Joe Tilly Sports is brought to you by COSA, Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, providing a united voice for harness horse people racing at Ontario tracks. Check out your benefits today at COSAonline.com and check out COSA TV on Facebook and YouTube for all the latest harness news and live action updates. Live racing year-round. Go to HPIBet.com for all your wagering options. Become a member today and your first bet is free. That's HPIBet.com. Addiction Rehab Toronto, Toronto's number one alcohol and drug treatment center, saving lives reuniting families the only treatment center in the province to offer medical detox treatment sober living and lifetime aftercare all in one place our unique and specialized programs are designed to equip our clients with the tools to successfully lead a life of dignity respect and purpose let us help save your life or your loved one's life call today for more information or to facilitate an intervention 1-855-787- 2424 or visit addictionrehabtoronto.ca. Guests on Joe Tilly Sports receive a gift certificate from Classica Imports. Top of the line imported men's clothing. Check out the Classica Essential Collection now. Go to shopclassica.com. And we want to thank all the folks who make this show possible. These are friends, trusted business associates, and all around great people. Thank you for your support of Canadian and local sports. A reminder that the show is available on iTunes, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, as well as the Spanglish Network, Zingo TV, and Buzz TV. Also, check out the show on YouTube. All of our past great shows and clips on there. Like and subscribe. It's free. Thanks once again to Rod Black and Ken Shaw for being on the program. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Do you want to buy or sell a home? Could 31 years of real estate experience help you? Why not speak to an amazing team that loves to overpromise and overdeliver? Aldo has a tremendous team of experts on staff. They are committed to making your next real estate transaction smooth and comfortable. Call 416 Get Aldo or visit getaldo.com. Brian Gribben Insurance Planning helping you solidify your financial future. At BGIP, what we do that's unique in the marketplace is we show people how to spend and enjoy their money in their early years of retirement without the fear of running out. Also, we're able to do this without you having to change financial advisors. Please look us up at bgip.ca today. Let's book a 30-minute phone call to see how we can bring value to you and your family and your planning. Call Brian today for all your retirement needs. We did. 905-686-5678. MNP, a leading Canadian national accounting, tax, and business accounting firm. 
MNP proudly serves in response to the need of their clients in the private, public, and nonprofit sectors. Through partner-led engagements, MNP provides a collaborative, cost-effective approach to do business and personal strategies to help people and organizations to succeed across the country and around the world. With local offices in Oshawa, Mississauga, Burlington, and more, their team is here to support you. Visit mnp.ca today to learn more.